The Housewives of Wales. <laughs> it's not the Housewives of Wales. House Witches, yeah. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the Real House Witches of South Wales. The Real House Witches of South Wales. <laughs> iconic iconic that absolutely good. that was so good i just can't wait to get in the studio and record that song to be honest yeah i know we need to write the lyrics for it though yeah we do <laughs> we yeah. need more lyrics so happy freya's day it is friday so happy that day and also happy new moon in pisces yes i've heard about that don't know what it means but i love pisces so that sounds great to me <laughs> <laughs> basically new moon in pisces is all about like kind of focusing on creativity and business and you know money ventures and all that sort of stuff so um yeah a good day for you know being creative which is kind of what we're doing right now so today is going to be a really good episode we are talking about tarot cards and we're talking about tarot as a whole um but laura oh my god we've got a guest today like an actual guest is in this zoom with us and is going to be chatting to us yeah it just sounds really like professional like oh i've got a guest you know just like one of my many <laughs> friends coming on <laughs> yes well this is our first guest his name is Josh and he is kind of well not even kind of he is literally like a spiritual guru like he is iconic in the spiritual field so um Josh let's talk about you let's welcome you to the show hi Josh do you want to tell people about you? hi do you know what I feel hey. like I should have joined in at the start <laughs> and started <laughs> singing with everyone Josh listens to the show, so um, yeah, we do that every show we sing. <laughs> I was literally in the, I was sat here going, <laughs> oh, nope, need to stop. Um, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Josh. It's lovely to finally actually get a chance to talk to you guys. Um, what did you want me to do again? Introduce myself, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let us know about you. <laughs> um, so I'm Josh. I live all the way down south, I'm literally on the threshold of Cornwall and Devon. I am a spiritual mentor, tarot reader, holistic therapist. I own my own holistic therapy business and I've been probably doing this now, tarot reading, probably about seven years. And as a kind of spiritual kind of personal living a more spiritual lifestyle, about 10 years or so now it's been a been a long long journey for my wee short life fantastic yeah and um I had a tarot card reading with Josh and he was great um like so good so for his business we will kind of link his business in the bio but we're talking about tarot today now first things first Josh do you consider yourself to be a witch or do you just consider yourself to be like a spiritual being I kind of think I fall into a bit of a an amalgamation of the two I use a lot of witchcraft within my spiritual practices I wouldn't say I'm a full-on kind of religiously practicing witch but I absolutely definitely incorporate a lot of the practices within within my um within my life more kind of learning leaning towards the spiritual side now similar to yourself Laura actually because I know you kind of dabble a little bit but you kind of put your toe in and then kind of come out again yeah it's like I love the whole idea of it but I feel like Jack is a little bit more sort of knowledgeable about it than me but I've I've always been into the whole you know paranormal spirituality the occult I guess you could call it so yeah all this kind of stuff I'm open to even though I might not know that much about well, tarot especially. I don't know much about tarot. Yeah, and I think that's the great thing about doing this episode is um, we have had tarot readings before, me and Laura. Um, I've had tarot readings with Josh, well, a tarot reading with Josh, but um, I've had tarot readings in the past and Laura's had 
tarot readings actually with me we had a tarot reading together um like we spoke about that before that one that we had together was my only one that i've ever had i don't know how many you've had but that was the only one that i've had i did i saw a clairvoyant about like five years ago it wasn't like a tarot reading but i remember that she she had tarot cards that she used and she put them aside but she never referred to them so i was kind of confused like it was a clairvoyant reading but she did have tarot cards with her but she never looked at them yeah josh you can kind of relate to that from our yeah reading. but yeah absolutely i mean you don't you don't have to be a psychic medium to read tarot cards and i think there's a big definition now between kind of a, exactly laura like a clairvoyant reading compared to a tarot reading a tarot reading is using the cards to kind of show you what energies you're in alignment with right now and your life path and obviously you can do lots of variations whereas a clairvoyant reading is actually reading through energy and through communication with spirit or um spirit guides that kind of thing as well but they can be used in conjunction with each other don't have to be psychic to read tarot but it does help because you can kind of come in with both kind of sets of tools the only thing with that though is sometimes i think a lot of people can get quite overloaded because you're giving them a tower reading and a clairvoyant reading at the same time so it makes sense as to why she kind of put the cards to one side and thought no Mm -hmm. actually this is just a clairvoyant reading because it could have been a case of it was a bit too much you get a lot of messages coming through yeah well that does make a lot of sense yeah definitely and um josh you've um you don't consider yourself a psychic but you've got guides is that right yes yes so i i don't consider myself a psychic medium um simply because i don't do psychic readings as such but i absolutely do get psychic insights when i'm doing the readings which is natural because i work within a spiritual medium so i have to have a kind of acknowledge that connection between spirit or the divine and myself i do have plenty of friends who are phenomenal spiritual mediums and they are just incredible but they've gone through a lot of um self-meditation and self-empowerment and a lot of kind of training to kind of get themselves to where they are and if i'm really honest i just can't be bothered to put the work in (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean sure why not (laughs) josh what is tarot? Oh, goodness me. Well, um, tarot is, um, I actually, not that anyone's going to be able to see them, but I actually have my cards with me. Tarot is a deck of cards, and there are 78 in total. There are 22 pictorial cards, which are called the major arcana, and there are 56 minor arcana, which are the suits. We know tarot kind of originated in Europe in this kind of form around about the 14th, 15th century. We know that it originated around then and actually um, the kind of decks that we use now are the um, decks based off of ones from Italy. So these Italian decks were kind of like playing cards. A lot of historians will say, oh, well, the mysticism only really arrived kind of a couple centuries later. But actually, we know that the mysticism for tarot goes way, 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 way back. We found that the suits in tarot depict the Italian royal family. So we know that they're kind of um, based off the Italian monarchy of the time. So you have kings, you have queens, you have pages, you have knights, etc, etc. And then the pictorial cards kind of act like a mirror and give you lots of different aspects of your life that you might go through at certain points. They were actually based on the game of trumps. Okay. So the, uh, they were actually called triumphs back then. And we all know about 10 years ago, top trumps 
Does anyone remember that? Yeah, iconic. Because I had like all of just, them. Oh my goodness. There was like a <laughs> massive boom of top trumps. And that is basically tarot decks mm-hmm. in, its, in its kind of simplest form. The deck that we use now, or the one that most people recognize as the tarot deck, is the Rider Waite tarot deck, um, which was illustrated by Pamela Coleman Smith. And it's the one that if you aren't a tarot reader and if you've never had a reading before, I could probably put a card in front of you and you would recognize it because mm-hmm. it's so universally known. If we go back as far as we can, there was a publisher called, if I remember the name, Jean-Baptiste Aliette, And he wrote about how tarot has such strong ancient Egyptian symbology within it. And it is actually believed now that tarot goes all the way back to a form of oracle card reading and oracle reading that originated within ancient Egypt. And it is also believed that there was a book called the Book of Toth, who is the Egyptian god of wisdom. I'm probably butchering the name because it's probably also pronounced It's Toth. quite hard to pronounce, yeah. Thoth. It's one of those names. Yeah. Toth, Toth. It's yeah. one of those names. So I'm like Toth. I'm English, I'm going to say Toth. It is believed that this book of his was written and inscribed by his priests um, with gold leaf pages. And there were 78 particular pages within this book that held real kind of arcane wisdom. This book was believed to have helped the uh, the pharaohs come to power. And it was left with a particular pharaoh's tomb. And similarly to like Raiders of the Lost Ark, there was a curse put on the tomb, as with most Egyptian tombs. So this book of Toth was kept in Egypt in the Library of Alexandria and something very different to what we know now. And when kind of the Western world spread and spread their religious beliefs, they tended to stamp out belief systems from old. And it is believed that this library was burned down and the book of toth was destroyed apart from the 78 gold gilded pages funny enough are Mm. very close to the 78 tarot cards that we have now so somewhere in the middle something happened for this wisdom to get lost and then brought back forward but the next time we kind of know about tarot is then in europe in the 15th century but what we do know is that a lot of oracle readings and oracle cards surfaced around in between all those time periods. So it makes sense that they've kind of pulled from each kind of oracle deck to create the one that we know now. The interesting thing about tarot is I think it's just one of those kind of mysteries that we will kind of never truly mm-hmm. understand, never quite know the answer to. It does point towards like things like I, I've read about it being like Italy, but also hearing about Egypt. And Egypt, when you start looking into Egypt and magic, Egypt is basically like the home place of magic like it absolutely would, you know egypt is so fascinating when you start digging into that the um, interesting thing about tarot as well is obviously tarot is a form of divination so mm-hmm. divination being that you can kind of consult a higher being or a higher self or something mm-hmm. on the other side of the veil that kind of guides you and tells you where to go, what to do, who you're communing with. Divination is a big part of my practice. Mm-hmm. You know, Laura, we did divination before, you know, we even knew what witchcraft was. You know, we, we put that into our ghost hunting. So tarot is just another form of divination, yeah. kind of like a Ouija board or a pendulum or yeah. et cetera. When we talk about tarot and kind of that divination, do we see it as telling the future or do we just kind of see it as 
guidance. Laura, I'd love to know what you think about this, because as someone who probably doesn't, not, not that you don't have a lot of knowledge, but that as someone who isn't maybe as knowledgeable in the subject, what, how do you feel about tarot readings and them telling the future? I suppose I've always seen it from like a basic point of view as being like fortune telling, because mm-hmm. I think that's like like assumption that people have, like tarot is fortune telling. But then when you learn more about it, I guess it, it like it does sound a little bit more like like general guidance is like more so than fortune telling. So people at first would think, oh, you know, it's telling the future. Mm. But yeah, I can see why like the word guidance would describe it a bit better yeah absolutely and i completely agree with you and it's interesting to hear your perspective on it because as someone who does it i obviously have my own kind of um perspective but i completely agree when i do readings i i kind of put in a little disclaimer and say it's not fortune telling because i can barely tell you what i'm going to have for dinner next week let alone what you're going to do in 10 years time with the cards you have free will ultimately so when when you do a reading it's about here's the energies you're in alignment with right now and here is where your life path could be heading if you continue down with the energies and the path that you're walking now Mm -hmm. but you ultimately have free will and that's why fortune telling can be a little bit of a kind of gray area because your free will can decide whether or not you're going to do the thing that I've said that you're going to do because you might go well hold on I don't want that and then you decide okay well I'm not going to do that anymore or you could go, actually, that sounds lovely. When that comes up, I'm going to do that 100%. So it's a much more, uh, much more on the, along the lines of guidance. Mm. And also it's not gospel. It's going, here is what you're in alignment with right now. What is spooky is when you do pull up things that are really kind of concrete and very specific. We mentioned oracle cards and oracle cards is, again, another form of divination. It's completely kind of different from tarot Mm. in the sense that tarot has a kind of structure and you know a same amount of cards and that sort of stuff whereas an oracle card could literally be a deck of 100 or a deck of 12 and they're so themed in different things like oracle cards are very different but also when we talk about that kind of when it's very spot on tarot cards tend to kind of call you out tarot cards will be like i'm not going to sugarcoat anything you are doing shit and you need to sort your life out whereas an oracle (laughs) card will be like oh you did so well there yeah <laughs> yeah had, had a few of those had a few moments where i've pulled i've pulled cards for myself and gone oh let's see what the day's got today and i'm like i no no i don't want that one and then i go to one of my oracle decks and i'm like you're in a good mood today oh wonderful <laughs> yeah yeah 100 percent. laura do you know much about um oracle cards no like i wouldn't really know what the difference is is that a completely different thing? I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, and no. I mean, so tarot cards, a tarot deck is made out of 78 cards and then you can have a few extras. Um, but think of the, the major arcana, the big cards in tarot. So things like the Fool, um, Justice, the Tower. Oracle cards are more along those kind of lines. They tend to be a little bit more um, open for interpretation with the message that they're trying to convey. And they are used more as a kind of, if I was doing a card of the day, I would probably more likely reach for an oracle deck rather than a tarot deck because tarot is a little bit more precise with what it's saying. Whereas an oracle card is a little bit more, like Jack said, it's a little bit more fluffy and a little nicer. Whereas a tarot deck will be a little bit more like, yeah, things are going good, but got to sort you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so the death card, that would be like a tarot card because the death yes. card is like the negative 
card out of them all. Well, <gasps> no. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no. So the yeah, death card right. isn't actually as bad as you think it's going to be. No. The death card is kind of end of a situation or end of a relationship or end of a scenario but death also kind of symbols when you look at the visual of it it's a guy on a horse Mm -hmm. and he's kind of going off on a new venture so it kind of symbolizes a kind of like rebirth that's how i take it with death yes what about you yeah i i I would be the same death kind of think of the end of a chapter so we're saying you have left this chapter of your life. It's time to start a new one. Whereas something like the world for me, I almost describe as the end of a book. You've stopped the book. You're starting a brand new book instead. And death, uh, death is probably the card that almost everyone seems to worry about when it comes up. And I'm like, it's really not that bad. I've never, I've only had it mean someone was going to pass away once in yeah. the whole time I've been doing tarot readings. Um, and ethically as well from from an ethical point of view (laughs) in a reading if death did come up and you know you thought oh my god it means someone's going to pass I have to I as a reader have to be very mindful of the fact that I can't be turning around to someone and saying by the way just a heads up (laughs) the the, card that um (laughs) I would actually say and I don't know if you would agree Jack probably the tower would actually be the card that's kind of the one that when it comes up I'm like ooh when you get ready yeah when you start getting into tarot i did exactly the same thing i started getting into tarot and i had this massive fear of drawing out the death card i was terrified of drawing out the death card because i have a fear of death and i I, we spoke about that before laura in an episode um so i always feared the death card but as soon as you start doing tarot and you start researching tarot you're like "Uh -uh, if i get the tower i am scared <laughs> the tower is a scary card but also ten of swords What's ten of yes. swords is a scary card the tower is uh, so the tower is it's about so if i tell the little uh, i'm going to tell this allegory very quickly because it's it's a broader story but we all know the story of noah's ark it said that god flooded flooded the earth but he didn't flood the whole of the earth he flooded like the bit that noah was around basically and these people that were left over decided they were the chosen i'm waiting for someone to be in the comments at some point being like what on earth are you on about <laughs> but i'm sure this is right um and that i am paraphrasing a lot of this and they decided oh well we must be chosen ones because we weren't flooded so they built this tower up and up and up and up and up i think it actually describes the tower of babel and they built this tower up and up and up and up to the heavens and basically when they got to the top they said hi god we're your chosen ones look we've built this tower to be all the way up here with you and god went ah nice tower guys um you're not my chosen ones. I just decided not to flood you at this point in time. So while you're here, I need to teach you a few lessons. And he completely destroys the tower. He throws a bunch of thunderbolts at the tower and the tower crumbles and falls around them. And the tower is kind of that spiritual awakening card. It means everything securely around you crumbling down that you have built up. But what it means is you have the ability to rebuild from the rubble and build stronger foundations. It's also the card, a lot of the major arcana have lyrics to the cards as well. And it's the card that describes itself as karmic forces clear the way, debris left of yesterday, which literally does mean karma has come to cause havoc, but let's sweep the debris away because we can start anew again. But it means that everything's going to come crumbling down around you or it will feel like everything's crumbling down around you oh yeah well i can understand why that would be quite a negative one 
to pick then. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that card existed. But am I right in saying there's a devil card as well? Yes. Or am I making that up? Yeah, there's yes, a devil there's card. A... <laughs> and if you get the tower, death there and is. devil oh, okay. together. I thought there was. Tower, death yeah. and devil and ten exactly. of swords. Yeah. And ten of swords. Throw that one in there. <laughs> Takes one sword to kill you. Yeah. You've got ten in your back. <laughs> so the interesting thing that I had with the devil card was um, it was the first time I actually pulled it. But it was after that time I was telling you about Laura where I meditated and I was... Um, communing with my guides yeah. and I was told I was on a beach first time I was on the beach we were in the middle of nowhere and I was told I asked oh where where am I this is really nice and they said this is where you die and I panicked because I was like what the fuck I don't want to know that I'm going to die I don't I don't want to know when I'm going to die I don't want to know how I'm going to die I thought I did but I don't and I definitely don't want to know that I'm going to go on a beach and fucking die so I was panicking so like I went to like Twitter and I was like oh my god guys I'm going to die yeah. what's going to happen and like all of that kind of happened and they kind of said right look at your tarot cards and I was like oh my god of course I asked a few questions and I got the devil and this is kind of when I was still getting to grips with tarot and learning tarot and kind of understand what each card meant and I'm still learning the tarot cards like that so I caught the devil out and I was like oh my god I'm going to hell like this is it. I'm gonna die and I'm gonna to go to hell like I've sinned <laughs> so I, I went to my book my tarot book my tarot bible and I was like oh my god oh my god where's the devil and then devil was like shadow your shadow self and i was like <laughs> yes oh my guide's telling me to do my fucking shadow work yeah. <laughs> because my fear of death i need to face that yeah so the <laughs> devil isn't too bad of a card it just kind of says look at the shadow of yourself look at the like bit you don't want to talk about exactly and it, it also um makes you kind of it's yeah. it, the picture the depiction of the devil card is kind of almost exactly the same as the depiction of the lover's card it has the same to um two figures in it and then rather than angel gabriel it's it's the um devil instead and it is literally almost like the opposite so the lovers is make decisions with integrity high your moral scruples tell you why which is all about doing things with integrity and passion and things that you love and um normally also about lovers then the devil comes in and the devil's like ah but let's look at all the darkness that comes in with this as well and rightfully so your guides were like no you need to we need to look at this in a different perspective because we're not telling you you're going to die <laughs> but, but we are yeah. just in a different way <laughs> yeah yeah i know it was um it was kind of a scary thing but then it kind of oh like i'd heard like people say if you don't do your shadow work you'll get called out on it and i was like nah <laughs> I wasn't doing my shadow work and now I'm like I'm gonna do my shadow work <laughs> and it's not easy either shadow work no. not at all and I think I think um <laughs> the social media at the moment has made shadow work seem a lot easier than it actually is well as you can see there is so much to kind of talk about with tarot so the great thing is this is part one uh, part two is out right now so once you finish this episode keep listening because part two is coming up with more discussions about tarot with me jack laura and josh so um stay tuned thank you and we will see you in part two